You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? Tim Uchuk here. Just hopping on real quick on my way to Costco. Quick uh, mid-afternoon run, so I thought I would hop on. Um, I wanted to share something, a, uh, a memory I had actually yesterday around something I learned years ago um, that really, really, really helped me. It was like a paradigm shift moment for me. Um, it helped me to get really um, good, or a lot better at least, at delegating, at empowering my teams, and at defining and clarifying projects. So things that I wanted to work on, um, especially when I was involving other team members. And it's a term that is used, and I don't want to scare you away um, using a a manufacturing or design term, because there's a really important and powerful uh, connection here that will apply to I don't care what industry or business you're in. This is a uh, this is a really important um, way of thinking about delegating um, with guardrails, setting up defining projects with guardrails, meaning that um, you're going to get alignment, everybody rowing in the same direction. So if you've listened to past episode where I've talked about a strategy when you're setting up either a delegation, something you want to you want to hand off with confidence or a project, maybe it's an objective for your quarter. There's two things that I've talked about previously that uh, that help with this. Thing number one is to create a definition of done. In other words, these things need to be true in order for us to all agree that we have passed the goal line. This thing is done, this project's done. And the, uh, the easiest example of I can give of a definition of done is imagine you're, you're setting up a project and you're just listing a bunch of bullets that your future you is saying, okay, these things are true. Uh, project was a success. Think about a wedding. So when you have a, a definition of done for a wedding, it would be we have found and secured and booked a, uh, a venue in a certain city, like we found a venue in Denver. Um, under a budget of $15,000. So if that's true, uh, success. We have uh, found and we've sent out the invites. Check, definition of done, add that. So adding in all of these, uh, a checklist of criteria that when these things are accomplished, this thing is done, right? And then it becomes a matter of all the tasks and activities on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. And their purpose is to check off those items. So for example, finding, um, uh, checking off that uh, that venue, booking it under fifteen thousand bucks in Denver, that could be like a two or three or four task uh, item. The first thing could be let's let's um, brainstorm um, available venues within our within our uh, date, our ideal window, right? So you can imagine that uh, there are many doors to the same house as long as it meets this definition of done criteria. So that's that's one strategy. And that's how we set up our projects um, in whether it be on paper or digitally using our project management tools. Uh, Having a definition of done is very helpful. Secondly, when you are defining uh, or giving a project a name, 
using the format of uh, what's called a user story is also very helpful to get uh, when there's multiple stakeholders. You want everybody who's reading the title to be on the same page and understand what it is you're working on and why you're working on it. So an example of a user story is the frame is following the framework I want, uh, so what it is that you want to accomplish so that I can, and then you tie in the benefit, right? So I want to, uh, I want to build out a sales dashboard so that uh, I can, or so that we can monitor, uh, visually monitor our uh, our KPIs easily um, on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. Something like that, right? So when you read that versus a sales dashboard, if you give it a I want so that, it's gonna really help out. So now let's get to this, this other strategy, which is really a, it's a principle. It's one that if you look at, um, Elon Musk, for example, who was just, uh, he just broke the wealthiest uh, wealthiest person in the world uh, within the last couple of weeks here at the time of this recording. He uses this same strategy, and I want to introduce a, a term called, and don't, don't be scared, it sounds technical. It's called contract-first design. Contract-first design. And it's, it's basically the same thing as what I just discussed about that definition of done. As long as these things are true, think of them as like little contracts. As long as these little contracts have been fulfilled, then uh, we can agree that uh, this thing is, has been uh, set up or designed or accomplished um, and everybody's happy. All stakeholders are happy. Contract first design, an example in the, in the case of manufacturing, um, think of, picture a, a, a car manufacturer, for example, and they're manufacturing all kinds of different uh, vehicles, uh, models, um, shapes and sizes, all that kind of stuff, right? Contract first design allows them to think about two different parts um, that have to be connected, two different assemblies in in like a, a car. And the contract would be um, the dimensions of this connection, standardizing how these two things are connected so that you can interchange them and use the same, think of like the uh, the chassis, you can use the same chassis for multiple different vehicles. So as long as this, this connection point is, is the same kind of piece, then it doesn't matter what in the heck is attached to it because we know because of this contract first design, this connection point, it's universal, it's standardized. And so it allows you to get really, really creative without, uh, without losing those guardrails, right? You can ensure that whatever the team comes up with, as long as it matches and can connect here, um, have at it. You can get really, really creative on this. So contract first design um, and the analogy, the epiphany that I had and why, why I think it's so important is because the takeaway, if you understand what we're doing here and you apply this notion of as long as we agree to this thing, this contract, like the definition of done example I gave you earlier, as long as we agree to that, it allows your team to you know, access many doors to the same house. So you can delegate and empower with confidence because you've laid out the groundwork or those little mini contracts that as long as you follow these things, I don't have to do any of the thinking. As long as these things are true, you know, we've met the budget, all these, all these factors have been uh, satisfied, then, then we're good. Now let's zoom out and, and look at, at uh, the bigger lesson when it comes to thinking about, you know, tasks and projects and delegations in this way. What we're, what we're talking about is being uh, tightly coupled to the result and loosely coupled to the strategy. Tightly coupled to the result, 
loosely coupled to the strategy. Said another way is, I don't care how this is done as long as these things are true. As long as these criteria are satisfied, I don't care how this is done. Now, think about how empowering this is for you when it comes to letting things go. You're setting up the guardrails, which empowers your team to make some decisions, use their creativity, unlock their thinking, and you feel safe and confident because you've laid out the, the guardrails, the bumper rails. It's like when you're bowling and you have those little inflatable rails in the gutter, right? By laying out these little contracts or the definition of done, you can be loosely coupled to the strategy. So another uh, way of thinking about it is if you want to drive to Seattle, there's many different roads you can take there. And so your criteria is, I don't care how you get there as long as you get there. So that's another way of putting, you're tightly coupled, you're tightly connected to the result, you're loosely coupled to the strategy or the path that they take to get there. And you can do this by thinking through these, these uh, you know, contract first design, uh, definition of done, and ultimately what you wanna have in place, this is, this is uh, we zoom out even further, there's a theme here when it comes to systemizing your business. You are creating ultimately a results-only work environment, which allows you to you know, measure the results, look at your KPIs, and set up systems and structures so that you don't have to pay attention to all the minutia, all the little moving pieces and parts. The habits and behaviors will change and shift and adapt according to the results that are important. So for example, there you're looking at your, your sales team, uh, when you lay out and you measure on a weekly, remember what gets measured improves, what gets measured and reported uh, improves exponentially. When you lay that out, you actually measure it and you create a feedback loop for your team and they can see, here's your target. It's uh, you know $50,000 per week or it's um, putting out five quotes per week or three quotes per week going out, right? If you measure that, and you allow them and give them the, the freedom and flexibility and the, and the support team around them to make that happen, you don't you could be loosely coupled to the strategy. In other words, it doesn't matter how you get there. And in, in fact, it, it really doesn't. It's the result that matters at the end of the day, right? And uh, another example of that is if you've ever had a team member who, um, you know, they, you had to reach out to a customer or, or somebody else to get some sort of response or an answer. And they send out the email and think their job is is done. We've sent it out. I'm I'm done. I I am now. I can be relieved of of this responsibility. Well, no. The the um the result we're after there is to actually get a hold of this person, which means you might have to send a carrier pigeon or pick up the phone. Um, but that's the result. It's the result isn't sending out the email, right? So it's a it's a different way of of thinking. Um, and it's the same. I mean, think about Disney, right? One of the greatest cultures and case studies out there is Disney where if somebody asks a, uh, a question, even if it's, uh, you know, the janitor, it doesn't matter the role, it's everybody's responsibility to help you achieve the result. And sometimes that's making sure that they're connecting you with the right person and they're going to stay with you until that problem has been resolved or taken to that next step, right? So owning that result. Um, so that's my, that's my uh, epiphany that I had years ago. I wanted to share it with you it's somewhat of an abstract term, but I think it's it's just really, really a, a powerful way of thinking about, uh, again, your business, your projects, your tasks, your activities, what you focus on. This notion of contract-first design and being tightly coupled to the result, 
remember we're talking in manufacturing we're talking about connecting two different assemblies right um tightly coupled as long as these things are uh they they match think about a plug uh, going into the wall socket right that's a contract if it can't be uh any other shape other than that plug so that's an example of contract first design um as long as this is true have at it get creative figure out the shortest path the easiest way to get there right so i hope that's helpful i am at uh, costco um hope you guys have a great rest of your day or week wherever and whenever you are listening to this. Um, otherwise, I will catch you guys soon. Hey, Tim Uchuck here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com, where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.